Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm Elle and let's get into it. Okay, this is something that I've been having on my mind recently and it is the perceived deservingness of spoiled girly treatment. And what do I mean by that? So basically, there's a certain image that people have, and when I say people, it's the haters online. Like, people who drink too much of the haterade. They have this image in their heads of who is deserving of spoiled girly treatment versus who isn't. And there's all these characteristics, so let's go through them one by one. And one of the biggest ones that I've been seeing over and over and over again is that girlies who had strong, present, positive father figures in their lives are seen as more deserving of spoiled girly treatment as perceived by men. So us women, we don't see this, we don't recognize this until we see the pattern in real life. And this is something that I have been observing over and over again on social media and in my personal life. And I'm going to share my own experiences here as well. So let me read to you the comment that sparked this idea. Online, one of the girlies commented that her boyfriend does this, this, and this for her. Basically, pays for her bills, gives her an allowance, and gives her the princess spoiled girly treatment. And we love that for her. And so another man commented, oh, why do you think you deserve this, blah, blah, blah. And this was her response. She says, I come from a well-to-do family. My father gives me everything I want. My current boyfriend gives me access to two of his accounts. I have a girlfriend allowance and he provides for me. This allows me to be soft and feminine. This has nothing to do with where I'm from but rather the standards I've set for myself and being selective about the type of man I will date. And that's very interesting how she said that it's nothing to do with where she's from because the man insinuated that, oh, you're from this part of Nigeria, that's why you you have this mindset. So it's interesting that she said that, that it doesn't matter where she's from, but she still had to highlight her familial background. And then here's the response where this man kind of like backtracks like, oh, I didn't know. He said this to her. Ha ha, that it's lit, I guess, that is lit for you then. I know you come from a well-to-do family. That's what bugged me. I have only involved myself with trust fund babies. They got their own bands. I don't need their money. But none of that girlfriend allowance talk. Dated a broke girl and a rich girl. Two different worlds, this doesn't mean that I don't take good care of the girls I'm with. They just have money, their own money, to use to pay for their life. So, okay, so much to unpack here. So, in this man's psyche, and I have observed this in multiple men, and I'm just using him as an example, is that there is a deserved deservingness category. And having family members, specifically fathers, who spoiled you or have given you positive treatment puts you in that deserving category. And here's another level to it. He's saying that if a rich girl is already rich, 
even though she takes the same amount of money as a broke girl, the rich girl is seen as more deserving of it versus a broke girl. Okay, isn't that interesting? Okay, and then I posted this on my story on Instagram and the other girlies kind of chimed in because I really wanted to explore this. Like, why are other girls, why are certain girls seen as more deserving of spoilerly treatment versus other girlies? And let's explore that. So two questions here. Why is familial male protection a factor in how men treat women? I have some theories. Number one, if you are a spoiled girly from the get-go from birth, you had your father cater to your every need, you have a high level of standards already built in. Like anything less is a downgrade for you. So if you are a girly who never experienced these positive spoiled girly treatment growing up, your standards are just much lower and a lower level of spoiled girly treatment will make you happier, will make you express more gratitude versus a girly who has had the positive spoiled girly treatment growing up. Like, it's just a matter of standards. And for spoiled girlies, current spoiled girlies who did not grow up like that, you had to develop it all by yourself. And that takes a lot of experience and practice. Maybe not a lot, but you know, a couple months worth. And then you won't settle for anything less. That's the main thing I think about why that is. But also, one thing that I've discovered throughout this research process is that <sighs> men tend to respect the opinions of high-status men. And we're gonna get into this much later, but basically, men respect the opinion of other men and they use the fact that you have been treated well by other men, namely your father, as a gauge for how deserving you are of certain treatments. It is what it is. I don't think they sought out to be built like this, these men. They're just built like that. And obviously, you're not going to be with men who treat you negatively because you came from a fatherless background or a background where your father didn't treat you well. Like, you're not going to date those men. But all I'm saying is that this seems to be a prevalent mindset with men. Yeah, I know. It's ugh. I don't know what to think about it either. But bestie, we're going to come up with conclusions and how to protect yourself in a little bit. And yeah. So let's go through some submissions that the spoiled girlies have submitted. Okay, one of the girlies said, this is very interesting because this is something I feel with my husband. I genuinely feel there are some things he would never do if my father had a powerful influence in my life. It's like men respect other men's territory rather than respecting us as individuals. It's like they have a need to compete with the level of protection and provision set by my father. Can they up it? Can I impress her more than her father? Okay. Yeah, this has been like what I've been seeing as well. That men seek to up other men. And if there is no man that he's competing with in your life, then there's no one to compete with. Like I said, this is not all men. 
and uh, you're probably not gonna want to date men who disrespect you simply because you don't have a father this is just a trend and uh, okay bestie let's jump into this how can you protect yourself against these men who disrespect you because you don't have a father figure number one do your best to repel these men i'm not saying lie but it's called marketing so if you had a strong father figure a good present strong father figure growing up bestie you're gonna have to amplify that like you are a spoiled girly like everything you have was bought by your father like you are an independent woman financially but give your father where credit is due okay if he is a good father like really up it up it if you did not have a good present strong father figure growing up this is nothing we have control over and that's why this is such a sensitive topic i just think it's something that we need to be aware of um basically if you did not have a good father figure number one i talked about the home depot dad you have to imagine a home depot dad like a home depot dad like imagine what does a home depot dad do he goes to home depot does home improvements he wears his white sketchers or his white new balance dad sneakers he has his levi's that are like 20 25 years old and like he bought it the day you were born and he's still wearing it and he has his carhartt t-shirt he has his hat his baseball cap that's like been super run down like he will build you anything you want just say the word and he's there he's going to drive three hours just to move you like he will do anything and everything for you you have to imagine that you have a dad like that and whenever you encounter people especially men will your home depot dad be happy with him or will he be hurt that you are with a man who doesn't care for you like you have to imagine that you have a home depot dad and that's like just imagine that you have one and it will really raise your standards second marketing if you do not have a strong present father figure you need to minimize the bad amplify the good and minimize the bad like this man on the first second third date he does not need to know that your father dogged you okay he does not need to know if this man like people start on neutral right but if this man finds out that you are that you did not have a good present father figure men who capitalize on women's daddy issues we're gonna talk about men's daddy issues at a different episode but let's talk about women's daddy issues men who want women with daddy issues you need to stay away from them like if a man perceives that you have if a bad man perceives that you have a strong present father figure he will run away because someone else is protecting you he is going to look for an easier target somewhere else and i'm so, oh it's so disgusting talking about women as targets but if you are a predator that's how they look at us okay i know it's the world we live in bestie like we need to get real like we need to be for effing real okay so you are driving away bad men simply by remaining neutral even more so if you amplify your positive father figure or father experience right off the bat like you are going to repel them so i have a story for you when i was first starting dating like okay i've always just been in long-term relationships 
And so mine ended towards the end of college or end of college. And I was dating for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm single for the first time. And I had this girlfriend. I thought she was my friend at the time, but tell me why. Okay, another story for another day. Um, Anyway, we go to this bar and it was so seedy. Like, Bestie, it was so disgusting. Like, I could still imagine how sticky the floors were. Like, what? I would never go to a place like that anymore. And okay, before anyone comes at me, like, oh, you know, like, you're so snooty, blah, blah, blah. This is the Spoke Girly support group, okay? We're snooty. And anyway, so I would never go to a bar like this, bestie. Trust me. It was a dive bar. It was the diviest dive bar ever. Like, I can't believe I got out of there undrugged, unscathed. Like, what? I can't believe she took me there. I would never. Okay, so we sat at the bar, and I was barely 21, okay? And we sat at the bar, and since I was the one who was, like, you know, gonna be dating and stuff, I sat next to this guy, and she sat next to me, and the guy turns to me. Okay, at this time, I did not know I was cute, but apparently I was cute. Okay, so this guy turns to me and says, Hi, blah, 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 we get, you know, we get to talking, and okay, bestie. I'm Filipino and okay if you don't know much about Filipino culture we are very close with our family like my family is like a hair away from being codependent I know another story for another day so you know I I don't know they're just a big part of my life so I always talk about them and I I mentioned something about my dad like I think oh my dad took me here or something or like my dad got me this like something like that I don't remember what I said but I know I mentioned my dad this man was like he gets up and he's like, I'm gonna go to the restroom. Or like, I don't even know if he said that. He literally just stood up and went to the restroom. And then my girlfriend turns to me because she was listening in it, but she was like letting me do my thing. She was telling me that you never talk about your family when at the bars with men. And I'm like, first of all, what are we doing at the bars? Aren't we like looking for a relationship? Like, I mean, okay, I was clueless, okay? I was like literally freshly single and I've only ever been with a man who respected me. So anyway, I'm like, okay, sure. And then so I followed what she was saying, but bestie, it was the worst dating advice ever among all the other dating advice that I got from her. It was the worst. And so I started doing my own thing a couple months after that, and guess what? I got the results I wanted. So the thing is too, never take dating advice from people whose dating lives are let's say absolute never take dating advice from people whose dating lives you do not want to have for yourself because let me tell you her dating life was not something i wanted for myself like she was dating men who did not respect her did not respect her boundaries her time and literally left her in the dust like what why would i take dating advice from someone like that i was still developing my discernment bestie so you know Give me some grace, okay? So, I was like, and now looking back, that man was a bad man. At the simple mention, one syllable, dad, or two syllables, my dad repelled him. He was like, I'm out. Bestie, never be afraid to say that you have a father, you have a brother, you have uncles, you have male cousins. Like, you are surrounded by men. 
bestie, okay? Never be afraid to say that. Never downplay the amount of male presence and male protection that you have. And if you don't have it, do not amplify it, bestie. It's for your own safety. You're not lying. He's going to get to know that when he has proven himself to be a good man. Okay? Next. Okay. Another spoiled girly said, So true. When I said to my ex that for me, it's normal for a man to be a provider in a relationship, he said, Where did you see that? How will you know about that? And he started gaslighting me and said that it is all a bliss and I don't know the reality of such couples. It's because I don't have parents. <gasps> Rude. Okay, number one, whenever a man remotely even comes close to saying this, blocked. And you know my favorite response to messages like this? That's why he's an ex, like nail emoji. That's why he's an ex-bestie. Okay, another spoiled girly said, Yes, I've been saying this. If you've never had a good male figure in your life, they take advantage of that and become relaxed. One thing I've noticed is men like to compete with other men. An example is before my current boyfriend, I was in a very abusive relationship with a narcissist and I never mentioned it to my boyfriend in the beginning. I only said good things and he subconsciously tried to do better than my ex. I came to realize that if I told him all the bad things, he would use those things and be like, oh, she can tolerate this and put up with this. Yeah. I'm telling you, Bessie, like, men are in competition with other men. Like, okay, and I don't want to say this to put men in a, like, n like to have a negative worldview of men. We love men. Men are great. But the thing is, there's things that we can't control, like psychologically, like that's just how we are. And there's a bunch of, you know, female psychology too, that we can't help it. It's just how we think. And like I said, a good man will not disrespect you because you did not have a good present father. A good man will not. But to protect yourself against bad men who will disrespect you because you do not have a father, you need to either amplify your father presence or your male presence and protection. Or if you did not have that for real, for real, just keep it neutral. Don't amplify the bad. Minimize the bad. Amplify the good. He'll find out the truth later when he has shown you that he is a safe, good man. Okay? Let's explore another area of being considered as deserving of spoiled girly treatment. Another area is if you are conventionally attractive. So I have gotten so many comments because, okay, bestie, you caught me. I like to make short videos that, you know, go viral, get a lot of engagement. They're funny and they talk about rich men, okay? They're hilarious. So in those videos, when I talk about dating rich men, I get these comments that are like, you're not even pretty enough for a rich man. Like, no rich man would look your way. You look like a potato. You don't deserve a rich man. Okay, number one, men who say that, like, are you jealous? Like, do you want a rich man for yourself, sir? Okay? And I'm really getting out of the habit of offering information about my life because evil eye, bestie, evil eye. But it's just interesting how people think that 
physical attractiveness puts you in the deserving category of spoiled girly treatment. Let's explore that because number one, I am a big proponent of there is a lid for every pot. And okay, for people who say that like, oh, you're not, you know, you don't deserve a rich man. You're not even going to catch the eye of a rich man. There's a lid for every pot, okay? That's why like it's so hard for me to say that, oh, wear this to look elegant, wear this to look classy, because bestie, I'm in sweatshirts all day every day, okay? I'm not the paragon of elegance and classiness, but okay, let's segue into another thing. Lead with values, bestie. Like, I get these comments like, oh, you're not elegant. You hold your fork like that, you're waving it around, you're not elegant. Let's get to the core of it. What is elegance? What is classiness? Like, the core value of etiquette is to make people around you feel comfortable. So, and this is done by not acting out of decorum. So when you are acting in decorum, it means that everyone is expecting you to behave that way and that puts everyone at peace. So when you are acting out of etiquette, out of decorum, people get uncomfortable and that's not what you want, okay? So, and actually one of the core values of etiquette or core lessons in etiquette is you don't point out bad etiquette, period, okay? So these etiquette police people, you're not practicing etiquette right now, like good etiquette. So why do I say lead with values? Being classy, being elegant has to do with your geography and your very specific social circles. Like I'm from Orange County. When I go to LA, you can tell I'm not from LA. So how can I expect myself to give out fashion advice to the girlies about what a rich man would like? Um, okay, what county is he in? What social circles does he move in? Like, you're going to have to do that research for yourself, bestie. Okay? So this whole premise that you need to be a certain physical attractiveness level to deserve spoiled girly princess treatment, there is some truth to it. Okay. Don't hate me. Attractiveness is relative. Like there's levels, there's categories, there's like different types of attractiveness. Bestie, I'm telling you, there is a lid for every pot. Like whatever you are now, someone is so obsessed with you. Okay, there are guidelines. You need to eat well, move well, do everything in moderation, prioritize your health. Like if you lead with the value of prioritizing your health, you're going to look good, you're going to feel good, and you're going to be healthy enough to do everything you want in life, okay? And for the no-nuance Nellies over here who are going to comment saying that like, oh, well, no, there's news you can't control. Yes, obviously, no-nuance Nellies are not allowed in the Spoiled Girly support group, okay? Get some nuance. So lead with your values and... You're going to find that a lot of true high-value men, not just rich men, okay? I got these comments saying that, oh, you know, high-value men can be this, can be that, like all these negative traits. That's not a high-value man. That's just a rich man, okay? Some men are so poor, they only have money. And some men need their money because that's all they have in this world, okay? So get some nuance. So it's just interesting that there's certain people that are thought of as deserving of spoiled girly treatment and there are people who are not deserving 
of spoiled girly princess treatment. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now get that bag, bestie. <laughs>